everyone and welcome to Dragon Talk. From Mount Pauza to the 28th World Martial Arts Tournament, I'm Steven Carrillo. I'm Kyle Stokin. I'm Rene Stalagin. Junior. So we recorded an episode talking about the manga Space Patrolman Jocko. But the audio was really, really bad. Shitty, yeah. Worse than usual. Oh, yeah. That's mostly your fault. No, is Oh, whatever. We're going to re-record it. And we're going to go in less detail because I don't want to do this again. <laughs> but I feel like we should still cover Jocko. The Space Patrolman? Uh, so, Space Patrolman Jocko is... You don't know it when you read it. So, spoilers. <laughs> but uh, if you haven't read it yet, go read it before you listen to us. Yeah! Because but, we're not holding anything back. Yeah. Because we want to go fast. And it's, it's a prequel, turns out, to... Sonic the Hedgehog? It's Dragon Ball. Dragon Ball. Really? The Hedgehog. Okay. <laughs> um, and it's a, pre- it's a prequel to Dragon Ball. So we, before we get into that, let's talk about our, some of our favorite prequels to things. Let's start with you. Oh, shit. Uh, <laughs> I guess my one of my favorite prequels would be Star Wars Rebels. You thought I was going to say Phantom Menace. Well, you were wrong. Is it Rebels? It's Rebels. Rebels, not, the cartoon. Not Clone Wars? I, I, w- I wouldn't call it a prequel, because it's not a prequel to anything. It's a continuation of episode two. Ah. Unless you count it. It is sort of a prequel to episode To the third three. movie, yeah. It's a link between. I, I wouldn't you call it a, a prequel. Li- so what do you think Rebels is? Because prequel has to take place before original. And Rebels do take place before episode four. That's my that's my definition okay. of prequel. It's something right. that takes place before right, the original. We'll take it. We'll take it. Rebels. It takes place before the original Star Wars movie from 1977. We'll take it, yeah. And it's about a young boy named Ezra Bridger. Who? Ezra Bridger. Uh Uh-huh. Ezra Bridger. Oh. And how he runs into a crew of rebels. (gasps) Uh, More like bandits, maybe? No, they're rebels. They fight... Smugglers. They're more like smugglers. But they fight specifically against the... Yeah, but they're more or less smugglers until eventually... I thought they were more like... No, they no. I say smugglers. They eventually they become rebels. But the whole thing was always against the empire. I guess. Yeah, because that's, like, that's, so that's why that's why Hera. That's why Hera joined up forces with Kanan because together they were gonna fight against the the empire. That was always their their main goal. Eventually they got. Uh, I don't Zeb. know because they got they they get in a fight about that though. Do they? Yeah, they, he didn't sign up for that apparently, and then he got mad. He wanted to help people, though. He did. And who who do you help? Who's who's who's, who's in the empire? No. <laughs> what I meant was who who needs the most help? Oh. People who are being. Ezraeth Bridger. Every, every people who need who are being put down by the empire. Is it Ezraeth Bridger? Ezra Bridger was one of them. Turns out he's a force-sensitive kid, and Kanan happens to be the last Padawan of the Jedi. And there's also a comic book tie-in. Yeah, which is fantastic. Isn't that considered a prequel too? No, it's a continuation of Rebels. No, it's not. It's oh, it's an origin story. Which is a prequel because you can't have a prequel can... to a prequel. That's a prequel. Yeah, uh, but you were saying. Anyway, right, whatever. It's we're gonna re- be arguing all day. Go ahead. It's really good. It's Star Wars. It's exciting. We got it. We yeah. bring back characters from the Clone Wars series. If you're a fan of that, you're gonna love the love Rebels as well. But it has original characters this time. These characters from the movies. Uh, it's good. Watch it. Okay. 
my my prequel, more or less, is a two-parter in Legend of Korra, uh, which is inspired by Avatar One. Anyways, there used to be cities on uh, the backs the backs of uh, lion turtles, and uh, the lion turtles will give uh, power the bending to people so they can go out hunting for food and shit. What? Yeah. And Juan was like, nah, I just want to leave. Juan? Juan? <laughs> I said Juan. Juan? Juan? I said Juan. Okay. Juan wanted to just leave the city itself and then convince it to, like, uh, keep the fire bending. Eventually he became friends with, like, uh, spirits. And then he became friends with, uh, what's her name? Fuck. Uh, the spirit? Good Rava. spirit? Rava. And then they went around fucking... Collecting more bending. Yeah, but why did they need to do that? Because one fucking uh, help. Robo. Robo? <laughs> no. <laughs> What's his name? The, it should be Robo. The evil version, basically. Robo. The evil spirit. He helped him escape, and he's like, "Oh fuck!" So he just asked Robo, "Like, I'll help you out." And then they've been going around collecting so together, bending. Together, they're fighting evil. And yeah, fighting evil. By Eventually, they became powers. one. Yeah. They combined and became one. And that was the origin, I guess, more or less. Yeah, but then eventually, one dies in battle. Yeah. And Rava says, Don't worry, one. I won't let your legacy die. Die. Oh, and then they just... I'll carry on and find you another The avatar, avatar. reincarnates and it goes to the next cycle. So every generation, there's a yeah. new avatar because of all the shit Juan did. Exactly. Juan. Juan. I have an uncle named Juan. An avatar Juan? Mm-hmm. His name's Avatar Juan. Avatar Juan. That's good. <laughs> Kyle? I'm thinking Godzilla 2014 prequel comic off the legendary one, the more recent American Godzilla co- uh, movie. It talks about the story of the Japanese scientist guy, his dad, and, you know, basically they made a big deal about the, the watch and the organization that were, you know, studying the Mutos and uh, Godzilla himself. But, yeah, the comic takes place... After Hiroshima, yeah. So that's my that's my sequel thing I wanted prequel. to mention. Sorry, sorry, prequel. prequel. But I I thought it was a good read. The art was good for what it was, and it went a little bit more to the the stock, the the, the pocket watch, and the character's motivation, especially the sons. Okay. No, you don't have to summarize your summary. <laughs> sorry, I did. All right, cool. All right. So let us talk about Chaco. Chaco, Chaco. So Chaco. Usually we have the manga right in front of us. And we kind of go through it chapter by chapter to remind us what's going on. Let's, we're, and since we already recorded this, let's we're just going to do it kind of by memory. Yeah, more or less memory. More or less. So, okay, you, you start with an old man on the island? Kind of. You start with Jocko crashing into the moon. Right. Right? And as he hits the moon, he crash lands on Earth. Right. Omari checks. Omari is the old man. Umari, who's an old man who lives on this deserted island. Deserted island. He checks on what the fuck that was. And uh, he sees Jacko uh, pulling up, I guess. Carrying the boat. Carrying. Carrying his, his ship. His space, his own spaceship out of the water. Yeah. So, yeah. So, basically, there's quips of old man going, what are you doing on my island? That's what Jacko himself explains. I'm an alien. Not just any alien. I'm the peacekeeper of the galaxy, the chosen super elite, galactic patrolman, Jocko. (laughs) 
I just noticed he kind of goes for a move in Whiplash where he goes for his, like, charismatic, like, introduction, like, I'm the greatest thing, and he goes back, and then he, like, snaps his fingers, and he's going back to being the ignorant kid. He, he really wants to be cool, but he also loves to show off. That's, that makes sense. Yeah, Omari doesn't really believe that immediately. No. Well, he's not here. He's, Omari, turns out, is a scientist, and men of science like proof, they like proof of, uh, of anything, really. So when you call yourself an alien, it's, it's going to be yeah, you questionable. Need, you need evidence. That's what you need. So after Omari checks real quick by pinching cheeks, he decides that he really is an alien. The fuck? This ugly looking motherfucker. So that's when they talk about the ship. It's damaged and, well, they need to repair it. And I'm guessing there's no AAA involved. I'm afraid not. So Omari says he'll check it out in the morning so on. So b- before they go to bed, Omori asks him a very important question. It seems like a like just a random non sequitur, right. but you find out later why this is important to Omori. He asks Jocko, "Where you come from? Do you guys have a time machine?" And Jocko replies, "Of course not. No, time travel is against the law." <laughs> no, right. okay, that's uh, all right. That's very important. <laughs> Never mind. So okay. I guess they go to sleep, right? Yeah, they go they go to bed for the night. But as alien, if anyone's seen my favorite Martian, well, the, the one for, with Christopher Lloyd, oh you know, God. basically a couple minutes of sleep means that you get a full good night's sleep. Yeah. Instead of waking the old man up, uh, goes into the water to fight the fish. Because turns out Umari has a problem with leaving the island because there's a giant monster shark outside. So Jack would take care of it. Yeah. So it's, it's so cool because we get to see uh, Jack himself is actually kind of powerful. He may be a show-off, but he actually his punches actually back up his show's showmanship. Wow, that hurt. Okay, the next morning he sees the monsters bit beaten, and so he takes a look at the ship that's damaged. And while he does that, he talks he talks to Jacko about uh, humanity, I guess. Yeah. He talks about how they're kind of twisted and mean and so on. And Jacko just kind of casually says, "Well, I can just make them extinct if you want." <laughs> So Mario immediately was like, no, 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 it's, it's fine. There's a good side to them, too, and this and that. Jacko has a thing called an extinction bomb. And uh, Unamori pleads to him not to use it. He's like, all right, I won't use it for now. Like, he's, he's ready to use it, but uh, he's going to wait and see how the Earthlings are. And, uh, yeah, this is a very lighthearted uh, comic. In an interview with Akira Toriyama, he says... This is just supposed to be fun and entertaining. It's lighthearted. Just read it, enjoy it, don't worry about it. It's good stuff. And I think he's right. I feel like this is pretty good comic. So. Right. So then they continue onward for the ship. Uh, when they're looking at the ship, they, uh, Jacko notices someone coming from afar. And, but it's so far away that you can't even see anything out on the horizon. Right. Jacko is super... With his super hard, elite eyes. Super elite eyes. Uh, he sees... Katayude? Katayude? A government police... Sure. He sees a government policeman. Let's go with Katayude. Katayude. The government policeman. And he's here because... Was he here because he wants to take the island? I think at first he wanted to purchase it, right? No. No? He He was just saying... He's invicting them, basically. Yeah, basically. The government owns the island. And Mori was just here to do experiments. But he hasn't done so for very long. The government decided they're going to use the island for something else. So it gives him a week to get his shit and leave the island. Yeah, but... Well, the reason he doesn't like that is because it's also where his wife is buried. 
Yes. So giving up his home is giving up his wife. And so as they leave... And uh, all of his research. Right. So as they leave, the... Government. Uh, yeah, the government police uh, looks over and sees, I guess, Jocko in the cliff? And he just kind of uh, comments how, what a weird guy. Mm-hmm. What a weird looking guy. And this is what coming a from a place guy. where talking dogs and a lot of strange, uh, kaiju beasts. And a bunch I of think other he things. still sticks out. Yeah. I guess Umori has rubbed off on Jocko, because Jocko doesn't like this guy either. So he tosses a rock out into the ocean. I guess Jocko comments on the, the machine he had, which is a broken machine, and he realized that's a time machine. And that's, again, against the law. They go, don't worry, it, uh, it never worked. I could never get it to work. It doesn't, it doesn't uh, go back in time. What it does, it stops the flow of time. It makes it seem like everything has stopped. All it does is speed up your perception. Like, well, as long as it's not time travel, it's fine. <laughs> and at the end of that chapter, you get one panel of uh, the government guy and the rest of his crew are uh, in a lifeboat because their ship had been sunk by some mysterious thing. Must be improper maintenance. Jackal's. I don't think so. It's pretty good. I like Jackal's protecting him, and it's. They're forming some sort of relationship. Yeah, a bond. A bond, if you will. Well, for Amori, you know, he hasn't had anyone probably come and visit him or stayed with him with this long since his wife and uh, wife passed away. And Jacko, who knows how long he's been in that spacecraft. So you get a little more backstory. He talks about the Galactic Patrol. And how the, uh, the upper ender, the galactic king of the entire universe. And he's pretty much a Kiritoriyama illustration of a squid. We didn't really even describe the characters, did we? Nope. Doesn't matter. Well, not all of them are important. Not even the king. I'm naming Jocko and Amori. Oh, I guess Amori finds out that the communication device is broken. Hmm. So pretty much, his spaceship doesn't completely work. He's basically, he has no fuel, they don't know what's wrong, and now he can't even call home. But if they get enough fuel for just a communicator, they can always call home. Oh, that is true. So that's, that's what they do. So while he works on it, Jacko goes in a little... A little stroll, I guess. Stroll. Probably just getting a warm-up exercise. Yeah, it reminds me of Captain Ginyu mm-hmm. kind of thing. So, uh, Jocko, while he's on his walk, he tries this thing where he throws out a giant piece of cement. And he does sort of a quick draw thing with his, his laser pistol and blasts it. But as he tries to, to holster it, he misses the holster and he drops it. Like, oh, shoot. I could have been cool for a second. I'm blue with the finish. I'm blue with the finish. That's important for later, kind of. Almost. Jocko is a bur- uh, wants something to eat, but he said that the only thing similar of his food, you know, his food source is cheese. It's, it's cheese and milk. Cheese and milk. And so, uh, as he's getting his cheese and milk, he sees something on the TV. Right. It is uh, a space program that they're getting ready to launch in this space, but they're not fully funded. So, what they do is they're using a celebrity, a pop star, to, as a, an advertisement, that if you pay us enough money, we can send this celebrity into space and it'll be awesome. I guess the GoFundMe program did not work for them. <laughs> oh, he figured out the substance that was a... Uh, oh, it's something that exists in the, on Earth. What? Yeah. What's it called? The substance is called Sky Gold. But it costs 76 million yen. 
for just a, a tiny and chunk. in dollars, that's a lot. Yeah, it's a lot. I think. Well, well, Zen, they do say Zenny, so. Not here. It's a joke. I'm just saying it's yeah. a lot of money. They mentioned le- later that Zenny and Yen are different. Well, I guess they decide to go into town. You go into town, pick up some supplies. Yeah, while Jocko is doing his best Dick Tracy disguise, so they're off into the city. Yeah. One of the great things I like about the uh, the Jocko manga is at the end of most chapters, uh, you get you get a, a character profile, just like their name, age, occupation, and hobbies. But you see the character in Jocko's like signature dance pose that he does whenever he does something he thinks is cool. Well, he is a super elite. He is a super elite. I don't know. It's cool. I like it. This shit doesn't work out for Next. So as you can imagine, going shopping with an alien is probably pretty stressful, especially when you're trying to hide his identity. Yeah, he seems to stand out. And Amori tries his best, but in the end, Jocko ends up messing up. Like at one point, a man bumps into Jocko, and as he asks him to apologize, the man refuses, right? So at the end, he, he picks him up into the air. Like Jocko's like, what, three feet tall? Yeah, I would say so. And he lifts this six-foot-tall man into the air. And Amur reminds him, Please, you, you can't do this. You shouldn't do this. Not in public. He's fine. So he throws the guy to the, the floor, and he yells at the top of his lungs, I'll spare your life this time! <laughs> Which is not incognito. Maybe you should stand back and, and yell at the rest of Jocko promises to be good, but he can't help it. When he sees, yeah, when he sees the... Uh, an old lady getting mugged. He What's just, his first instinct? He, he can't not see it, I guess. To dispel justice! Yes, basically. Yeah. And then Omar goes, oh, just don't kill him! <laughs> so what does he do? He shoots his bike and it explodes. With the laser cannon. Next time I'll kill you, got yeah. that. <laughs> Luckily, though, the old lady rewards him. And she gave me some weird paper. So Amori, he's distraught, like, what have I done? I almost had a heart attack. I can't take this guy anywhere. So Amori decides, you know what? You stay here. I'm going to get the food. Don't do anything. The cameo of the, of the star girl? Yeah, it, right Right as uh, Amori goes in the store, you see a little cameo of uh, a character from another manga that Toriyama did. I can't remember the name at the at this moment. But she, she's a con artist who pretends she's uh, from Pluto. It was a one-shot. It was about this kid who was the last of his kind, and he's very powerful, and he has golden eyes and spiky hair. Huh. And uh, he's looking for someone to mate with <laughs> so his kind will not disappear. It was interesting enough. I kind of wish it had more than one chapter. But whatever. Back to Jocko. So Jocko wanders away yeah, from the store. He hears a noise. You know, because of his super hearing. Okay. He goes to disturb it. And pretty much a bunch of punks. Hooligans. La hooligans. Okay, but the girl's in distress. They want her money. So what does Jocko do? He kicks their ass. Justice! He whoops them. Oh, does he whoop them hard. Pretty easily, too. It's like akin to back in old school Dragon Ball, where Goku's just whooping on dudes like they're nothing. They may have weapons, but he is too fast for him and too strong for him. Of course, he catches a bullet right in midair. Well, he I'm catches not... a bullet that is shot from behind him. Because of his super elite in- instincts. Yes. <laughs> he does the, the greatest pose in the world. Jackal, super elite. <laughs> oh, look out, the buzz. 
yeah, the police are there. Jackal doesn't really—he doesn't know what the law enforcement looks like on Earth, so he assumes they're more goons, and oh, he knocks shit. them out as well. Yeah. Umuri, who's fucking baffled, <laughs> like we need to leave now. So yeah, the girl they save uh, helps them to Escape. get away. Yeah, we don't know her name. They're mm -hmm. on the roof, and they explain the oh, yeah. situation, and we find out that her name is Tights. Tights. While they're discussing what to do next, uh, Jocko, she finds out he's an alien, right? And while they're discussing that, Jocko decides to hang out at, at the, the ledge of the building, <laughs> posing and... A galactic patrolman! Yeah, Jocko! Announcing who he is. Uh, he looks down and the cops are looking right up at him. <laughs> like, ah, oh, we've been seen! We gotta get out of here! So he grabs both of them, takes yes. off flying. Turns out he's got jet boots. Anyway, so okay, well... they, they ju he jumps, they get away. They get away. Back to Amori's boat. And as they go back, uh, Tights says, You know what? This sounds like fun. I'm going to. No, I can't let you do that. Well, I just helped you out. <laughs> uh, oh, okay. But Moore is kind of a pushover. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, for the old man... Uh, Who hates old, humanity. He tries he to be grunt, like, really, uh, I guess, mean, he, grungy, you know. He that. wants to be mean and grumpy. And he looks it because of his old, like, wrinkly face and the crazy eye scar he has. I hate humans. <laughs> but he's so accommodating. So I guess they started calling Jacko the Mask Man on Just news. Just calling him Mask Man. Yeah, Just Mask Man. On the news, they, they, of course they report this monster, whatever he's doing. And he hates that nickname. That's a terribly lame nickname. I'm a super elite and I'm four foot ten. He's just sulking about it. Yeah. Well, it must really hurt his ego. That's all he's got. <laughs> so next morning. Uh, Tights decides that she's gonna go for them to pick up more supplies. Yes, yeah, because they, they, they left their stuff behind last night. Mori just blindly trusts her to do so. Even Jock was like, yo, she might take your boat. What are you doing? <laughs> like, no, 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 she wouldn't. I don't uh, think she would. I'll just kill her if she does. <laughs> yeah, I still have an extinction capsule. No! So, right, right when they're looking through uh, the ship and see what kind of technology is on it. Uh, Tights comes back, right? She was gone for a while. She was gone for a while, but then as she comes back, yeah. she brings her her own luggage. Yeah. What? What's that for? What are you doing? He's like, well, I'm gonna live here. <laughs> no, you can't. That's not. I'm being kicked out in six days. Yeah. What? No way. Anyway. I like how she's just very, uh, kind of, uh, what's the word? Passive Where... aggressive. No, um, where she doesn't think things through, but she has aloof. A, yeah, she's a very aloof. Yeah, she's but quite she has aloofy. a big, big heart. Yeah, because here we see that she picked up a present for them, and it's a chunk of sky gold. Sky gold, the, what they needed, right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Oh my god! Where'd you get the money? Oh, no big deal, I had it. I had this job, and they paid me. And so now, uh, Mori makes a new energy uh, yeah. source for this. And of course the two are related. They're so happy that they got this thing. So Jocko, he test drives the ship. Go on. And it's in perfect working condition. It can't go on outer space, but they get pretty, it does get around to point A to point no, B. No, it can go into space. Oh, really? It's working now. But, but there's a piece missing. The communicator. Part of the antenna, so he can't really navigate. Yeah. So uh, there's another news report that night, and there's a new sketch of the Mask Man, and it's while still awful, closer 
to Jacko than it was before. And at the same time, the government police, police guy... He notices this. He's also watching the news. And he's like, okay, now I have a reason to kick Amori off. That's the guy from the clip. Yeah, let's go do this. At first I thought he was like going to an opportunist. Like, this could get me a political poll. Maybe even get me a promotion. Oh my god. So they're talking about oh that rocket that's god. going out into space. Yeah. And Tights explains that she's the one who's going out into space. What? As a double for the, the idol. Yeah, so the idol's safe at home. And if anything goes wrong... They can just say, like, oh, the idol's that great that she survived. And she's basically going to sacrifice her life if things go wrong. And apparently she used all that money they gave her for the Skyroll. Yeah. But, you know, I guess to her that would make her ha uh, happy just on... Yeah, Tice is pretty, I don't know, nice. She's, she gave him all the money that they needed. So anyway, next morning, Tice so goes off to take her place on the rocket. While Umuri and Jocko watch on television, frightened for her safety. But suddenly... Suddenly. Oh my god, it's the government guy, and he's brought ninjas! Of course! Government ninjas! With, with machine guns! They're with, special forces, they're government picture. special forces. Government official guy starts yelling out, Mask man, I know you're here! Come out immediately! Uh, Jacko won't come out until they call him by his real name and not his lame ass name. <laughs> <laughs> my name is Jacko. You can call me Super Elite! Super Elite on the scene. <laughs> I want you to So they, they make a deal, right? Right. That, uh, what's the deal? What, what does the government guy want? For them off the island, obviously. I thought he was also to arrest jo uh, Jocko. But Jocko wants the... No, he's just talking about how the, the sketch, he doesn't like oh, the sketch. Oh, so yeah, Jocko's like, Okay, if you want anything from me, I've got two conditions. First off, you've got to redraw that awful drawing of me. So as this happens, the rocket goes off, right? Yeah. And you can see it from afar. Oh. Uh, Jocko notices that there's something wrong with the rocket. Yeah, he's, you remember, he has super, uh, he has super elite vision. Super elite vision. So, uh, they want, it's time, they gotta go help her. So, Jocko gets in the ship and flies by to Mori to grab him to come along. But, government officials having none of it. Shoots him in the side of the, side of the ship. He's threatening them. Ooh, and if they don't mistake. go, they, uh, if they don't, if they don't stay and become arrested, then it's not gonna, they're not gonna go anywhere. But, yeah, Jocko kind of takes him out immediately. Yeah, blink of an eye. Done. But now they don't have enough time to save her. When Mori's like, wait a minute, my time machine. If we can slow down time, we can make it to her. So anyways, they got time now. So they stop motion for a little bit? It's more like they go they super slow faster. down time. Yeah. For like a bit. Enough for them to catch up to the rocket that's falling. So they open up the hatch, Jacko opens up the door off the ship, and they're both like hurtling towards the ground. Jacko! I knew you'd come to say. So I guess he grabs Tights and the, the captain. She refuses to leave without them. Right. So Jacko's like, fine, whatever, I'll do, I'll save everyone. But then uh, Tights reminds him that if that ship hits the city, everyone will die. He's like, well, of course you can save him, right? Super elite. Like, oh, yes, of course. So I guess he jumps off a building. Yeah. He rebounds off of a building. And kicks the, the fucking, the ship, the rocket. And in midair. In midair. <laughs> Shoots it. Laser blast that thing. And explodes. Uh, that's such a cool move. <laughs> Jocko might be as cool as he says he is sometimes. Yay, they saved the city. Huzzah. And so when they ask who this is. I am the mysterious hero. Super elite. Ching. He does the pose. So anyways, the government official sees that Jocko's not really a bad dude. Right. I guess they tell the government police 
that he she's just a double and so he kind of thanks them for re rescuing the pilot and all that and they and he says that he realized what Jacko is and that he's a robot built by Omari well if, if he brought attention to Jacko that means everyone would come to the island and Omari would have to leave so he basically in, in a way to thank them he just she's gonna tell everyone that was just a robot and no need to worry also yeah, he said he's gonna go back and convince him not. He's gonna give him some random work. excuse, basically. Yeah, yeah but he would—he does say he's gonna help uh, Imori stay on the island and not turn it into a fancy resort. Yep, he gets to keep his home. Yay! Two problems solved. So I guess the news just comes back with the worst sketch. <laughs> the sketch is—it's gone—it's taken a step backwards. But, it, but they got rid of the blushing uh, cheeks. So in celebration, Jocko to get, at least to get away from that drawing, decides to take Amori and tights into space to show mm. off the spaceship. Just a nice little trip. So they're, they're just hanging out the next day. Going, uh, tights is going for a swim, and Jocko is on alert. He's waiting. Something is on its way. So Tights goes up to find out what it is. Yeah. Jocko mentions that there's an alien coming. And it's a very dangerous alien. And if he can't stop it now, then the Earth is doomed. Okay, so they waited a long time, and uh, Tights is like going, maybe it, uh, maybe it went off course. So it was at this moment, she asks him, "Hey." Oh yeah, but she she comments how he looks naked. He looks naked. He's like, well, that's because I am naked. What? Oh, uh, how do you how do you pee? And immediately, little like squirts of liquid come out of his forehead. He's like like this, <laughs> and the squirt lands in her face. She freaks out, yelling how he just peed on her, and he push, she pushes him off the cliff. And as he lands in the water, we see like a meteor or something flash through the sky while he's not looking. Like, man, that could have been mad. If I wasn't watching, we could have missed whatever alien's on its way. But I guess it didn't show up, so I guess the Earth is fine. So what kind of alien is it? It's a, it's a Saiyan from the planet Vegeta. Oh. Ooh. Which saying is it, Renee? It's Kakarot. Also known as? Goku. The so, mysterious lander. So. Found by? The, uh, Gohan. Grandpa Gohan. So, yeah. Basically, Jocko was there to deal with Goku. He was there to kill Goku. But thanks to Tights, it didn't happen. So Tights uh, lets them know that her family's on the way because they might be able to help them out with their... Problems. Okay, and now she mentions her father is Dr. Brees of the Capsule Corporation. Are they famous? What? Yeah, that's amazing. So yeah, Tights is the daughter of the eldest daughter. Yeah, she is the oldest, the elder, older eldest, child. Yeah. So okay. we get a shot of uh, Dr. Brees, Panty Brees, and tiny little Bulma Brees. In pigtails. In pigtails. What looks like a Nerf gun. They're there, they landed at the pier, and they're there to check out Jocko and the ship. Bulma is ready to, to murk Jocko because she doesn't trust aliens. She's about to go commando on him. So, but Mori dresses up nicely to meet Dr. Dr. Brees. Brees. Oh. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, yeah, you know, one scientist to another, yeah. and he's really nervous. I mean, he's, you know, cleaned up his house and everything, he's trying yeah. to be proper. They, they let Bulma kind of play around with the ship. I like for a, for a gift, uh, Tights brings a Gundam model. <laughs> 
<laughs> instead of like wine or something. <laughs> which I would accept. If you ever come to my parties, bring me Gundam models. I'll remember that for your next birthday I'm invited to. Boom. So Bulma kind of figures out what's wrong, and she goes out looking for the missing piece. Mm -hmm. She finds it, and she realizes how to fix it. You know? It turns out it's a simple process. In fact, they don't even need Skygold. They just yeah. need a metal that can conduct the energy. And wasn't it copper? Yeah, they just use something as cheap as copper. And they're like, what you the hell, Umori? He's like, guys, I'm not an engineer. Jeez, just shut up. I don't, I don't know. Yeah. All right? I tried my best. Which he did. Yeah. yeah. I mean, for a guy who, you know, specialized in uh, time, 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 travel. Yeah, time, time travel. travel theory and stuff, he... Okay as He's a physicist, not an engineer. Damn it, Jim. So Bulma says, oh, well, now I don't have to kill you with my laser gun. <laughs> and Jago's like, oh, huh? Well, that's cute. Then. But then she tests it. <laughs> uh, would you like to join the Galactic uh, Patrol? I'll think about it. So finally, Jackal takes off and says goodbye. Uh, but before that, Dr. Briefs asked if he could use the ship or for reference or something. But it gave you a hint that the, the Capsule Corp got a lot of its ideas from Jocko, so uh, technology from the Space Patrol. Okay. Anyway, you see like a years later flashback, like Jocko eventually comes back to visit, and Mori's still doing a science thing. Tights has become a writer. And she cut her hair back, too. And the government police kind of retired. He retired, and became then a chef. Chef and just lives with Omari. Yeah. Because once you meet Amori, you just want to live with him. Yeah. Exactly. And then the story continues on to a young Bulma in her little car searching for the Dragon Balls. Yeah. So where the story of where this story ends is the beginning of Dragon Ball. Boom! Take that, Rogue One. And now you the know Kira how Toriyama happened. did it first. Oh, fuck Ouch. you did. You got burned! That's it. Nice! And that there is the end of Jekko, the space. Patrolman. But it won't be his only appearance. Yes, we've... Yep. Anyway, <laughs> so how do you guys feel about Jocko the Galactic Patrolman? I liked him. He was fun. He was charismatic. Yes. I like this a lot, and uh, sometimes more than Dragon Ball at some points. Here's the thing. I'm going to say that's because this is done after Dragon Z Ball has been ended that. for years. In fact, yeah. it was done a few years ago. It's Tor to him now. It's Toriyama it's, Prime. <laughs> it's Toriyama's all of his skill and experience that he learned throughout Dragon Ball. Combined into Jacko. Yeah, Jacko's become that. His, 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 his drawing style is now tighter and more simplified and it's everything's different. His writing's better. It's just everything all around is great. Of course, but then again it's just like one... It's a short miniseries. Yeah. I don't think Jacko could have continued on for as long as Dragon Ball did. No, I don't, definitely not. But we, I think it's because it's so good that he has a beginning, middle, and end. Where in Dragon Ball, he was supposed to end it, and they kind of made him keep going. Yeah, he wanted to end that so much. <laughs> I don't blame him, but yeah. I mean, there's a theory going on, the reason he came back is because Dragon Evolution was so bad that he's like going, Oh my god, I gotta go fix this. I don't think... That's why he came back. It came back because Toho wanted to make money. I think he stepped in to write uh, Battle of Gods because he thought he could do a better job than Evolution. So anyways, that's cool. Hopefully that was better than whatever crappy audio version that we recorded last time. Hopefully. Yeah, man. Um, Guys, come to Patreon and you know what, man? Yep. Donate yep. like a dollar or so. Yeah. Donate some money. Support us. We're going to do the podcast no matter what, but if you support yeah, us, like, we can make the podcast even better. Help us out, you know? 
we would be very thankful if you did. Very, very thankful. Yeah, also, we, oh, we, need we have a Tumblr. Mike. We have a Twitter. Tumblr, Twitter. It's all Dragon Talk Podcast. Uh, you can find it. You can send us uh, Gmail. Send us, send us things. Send us questions. Anything. Tell and, us, tell us what you liked about it. And what about in the comments? Oh jeez. Why don't you tell us your favorite prequel? Give us reviews on iTunes, because. Explain to us one. That would help us out. Oh, oh yeah. Because the better reviews we get on iTunes, the more likely other people can find it. Help us beat that other Dragon Talk. Yeah, there's another Dragon Talk out there that I didn't know about when I named this podcast. So screw them. We have more dragons within our talk. Also, they could have very easily thought of a different name, but they decided yeah. not to. Which is fine. I'm just saying uh, we have more reason to call it Dragon Talk. Yeah. You know they're going to probably challenge us with something. We'll out-dragon them. Yeah. We've got Aren't they a D&D kind we do of have dragons. podcast? We have one dragon. Yeah. yeah, but it's the best dragon. It grants two wishes. For, for one. now, it's one wish. Alright, for now, one wish. Spoilers, Kyle! Hey, I want to take any advantage We need continuity. <laughs> Anyways, yeah. Gmail, SoundCloud, Twitter, Tumblr. All that shit. Yeah. If you want to just say hi, just say hi. Just and, say hi. And, you know, we do accept constructive criticism. We're trying to grow here. We just want to know if there's life out there, you know? I guess that's it. Yeah. Uh, we want to thank you again. For no, I don't. <laughs> We're done thanking you, right? We're done. We're done thanking. <laughs> well, I'm thanking you anyway, so shut up, you two. Anyways, that's it. Peace, peace. Peace, peace. Peace, peace.